It is great to see you today. And uh, we got a incredible, incredible opportunity uh, to kind of spend some time in God's word together today. And I'm going to be kind of looking at a song that some angels uh, sung in Luke chapter 2. So if you've got that passage marked, maybe you want to go ahead and open it up to that, Luke chapter 2. And uh, again, we're going to be looking at some songs. It sounds like we need to spend a little time in here today because it's raining outside. Nobody's in a hurry. And so I want to encourage you, don't let that rain on the roof be a distraction. And if you happen to feel a drip or two, it's okay. Um, You know, it's pretty normal in this building. So um, anyway, um, so we're going to look at this incredible, incredible song. Uh, Here, let's do this. Why don't you turn to the person sitting next to you and tell them your all-time favorite Christmas song. Your all-time favorite Christmas song. Think now, just think for a second. Turn to the person sitting next to you. Mine, I think, mine is Silent Night. I don't know, I really like that song. Anybody for Silent Night? Silent Night's a pretty good song. Maybe we're going to sing that on, on our communion service night. I don't know. It would be awesome. I don't know what they've got planned yet. But I guarantee you whatever they have planned is going to be incredible. It's going to be awesome. You know, songs can make us feel things, can't they? And songs have meaning. Uh, songs can mobilize us into action. And honestly, the song that the angels sung to a bunch of shepherds on the night that Jesus was born has significant meaning in it, impact in it, and actually it was delivered from some angels in a crucial time in all of history. Because in this particular day and age, when the Jews were ruled underneath the Roman Empire is when Christ was born. And God sent the angels into the world to basically sing a song to the shepherds. And the, songs that the, the song that the angels sung to the shepherd has some significant meaning about God. And I won't go into a whole lot of history, but in this particular day, there was a group of people that believed that Basically, God created some people to be evil and some people to be good. And depending on what lot fell on you would be depending on what group you were of. Were you of the evil group or were you of the good group? There were other people that believed in this particular day and and basically the universal creation of God and God created all people And God created all people to show his amazing love to. And so one group believed in a dualistic God, a God who would create good and evil. And there was just kind of this war going on between good and evil. However, this song gives us insight into what God really created humans to be and do. And as the angels sung the song, To the shepherds, we can learn a lot from this song and how to really be who God has created us to be during this Christmas season. 
So let's look at the passage. We're going to kind of talk about it today. Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 15. The Bible says that night, that night that Jesus was born, there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. And suddenly an angel, not a group of angels, but one angel. The Bible says an angel of the Lord appeared among them and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded the shepherds. The Bible says they were terrified, but the angel reassured them, don't be afraid. He said, I bring you good news. Everybody say good news. Good news. That will bring great joy to all people. Everybody say all people. All people. So there's some good news coming. Yes. And it has the ability to bring great joy to all people. Not just a select group of people. Not just the sons of light. Just It's, a, it's to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You will find the baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. And suddenly the angel was joined with a vast host of other angels. Now there's more angels. There's a choir. There's a congregation of angels. And the armies of heaven praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to those whom God is pleased. Amen. And when the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, hey, let's go see. Let's go to Bethlehem and let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about through his angel and the group of angels. And this song has significant meaning. I think sometimes we'll sing songs around Christmas time, but we don't hear the heart of the song. And this is a song that's delivered to humanity from the God of the universe through an angel and a host of angels. And so God was sending a message into the world about who he is. And this song basically says, glory to the God in the highest, his goodwill, his mercy, his peace offering has come near to us in this earth today. But again, depending on, there's a Greek word that was translated into our English text. And one letter, like the S on the end of the word, can really make a difference in how you read this passage. And this passage can be read a couple of different ways. I'm going to read it from a different English translation. And it says this in Luke 2, verse 14, that, that little line about, about God in the highest. It says, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. Now, the other translation I read said, glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. So which one is it? Is it on earth peace, goodwill towards men, or is it on earth peace among men of his will? And that is the dilemma. Because is God for all people, or is he for some people? Is God for a select group of people? Is his peace for you? Is it for me? Or is it for just People that God has created to be good. And honestly, his peace is for everyone. 
His peace is for all people who will respond to what God has offered in a manger, in a basket around Christmas time. And I need you to know today that God's good will towards humanity, his amazing mercy towards humanity was sung about by a host of angels in the sky. One angel announced that, you know what, there is joy coming to all people. There is good news. And you know what, this good news is for anyone who will receive it. I'm come to bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. But maybe you're stuck in the dilemma that you don't really know if God is for you. Because were you created to be bad or you created to be good? And again, maybe you're stuck into this dualism theology because that's where much of the church is today. If I'm good, God loves me. If I'm evil, well, I'm just chosen to be evil. And, you know, that is my lot in life. And I'll just keep moving forward with evil. But honestly, God is a God who created all humans. He created all people. It doesn't matter what gender you are. It doesn't matter what color your skin is. It doesn't matter what age you are. God's goodwill, his mercy is for all people. And I want to show you this passage in Hebrews after Jesus ascended to heaven, what, what the writer to the Hebrew people wrote. He wrote, it, wrote this in Hebrews 1, verses 1 through 3. It says, long ago, God spoke many times and in many ways to our, to our ancestors through the prophets. And now in these final days, the writer says, he has spoken to us through his son. God promised everything to the Son as an inheritance. And through the Son, He created the universe. The Son radiates God's own glory. Pay close attention. So this Son that God sent in a manger radiates God's amazing glory. Glory to the God in the most highest places. And express the very character of God. This son radiates God's glory and expresses the very character of God. And he sustains everything by his mighty power at his command. Yes, Lord. So the writer of the Hebrew people declared that Jesus was, was basically God's amazing glory that had come to earth. And he radiated the glory of God and he had the very character and nature of God all wrapped up inside of him. And so the question is, is did he just come for a select, some people like to call it an elect group of people, or did he come for all people? Is he a universal God, or is he a God just for for your kind of people? And I think it's a really, really important question for us to ask as we look at this theological song that the angels out of the heavens sung to a bunch of shepherds out in a field. 
It has impact, man. It has meaning. It has truth wrapped up inside of it that could possibly change your life. It could change the way you go to work on Monday morning. It could change how you show up at school. It could change how you interact with your family. It it could change, you know what, what you do on a daily basis, an hourly basis, as you're interacting with a world that has evil in it. Is, Is do you really see God existing in an evil world among people? And some people have been infected by this thing called evil, and other people have been redeemed by a great God who is lavishing his character in a world where he loves people, though evil is in a world. And honestly, you know what? Your dissecting of who God is and your purpose in life, and as he really touched your heart with his amazing goodwill and his incredible mercy, and if he has, do you understand what your assignment is? Come on, somebody. And God, I just want to be clear today. Theologically, God didn't create evil people. God created people. And evil has infected the human race. But you can change it. And I can change it. If we understand our amazing assignment. So let's talk about this song. For a few minutes. The good news will bring great joy to all people. If. Everybody say if. If. We properly understand it. And properly deliver it. The good news. That the angels talked about. The angel talked about. In this passage in Luke. Has the potential. To bring great joy to all people. If we properly understand the good news and properly deliver the good news. So I want to talk about that for just a few minutes. And the good news is this. Uh, There's a word in our kind of Christian culture, we call it gospel. And honestly, that's an English word that also it means good news. It's just two of the same thing. Good news, gospel. And so what is the gospel? What is the good news? Well, the good news is this, according to the angels. The good news is God has, has made a way. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. God has made a way. God, the creator, has made a way for humans to escape this infection of evil. You can't do anything about it. And though you're a human created by a good God, the Bible says that evil has entered this earth. However, God has made a way for us to connect with him in spite of the evil. How powerful is he? And though evil is still among us, it's rampant. It's crazy out there. Just go to Walmart. It's there, man. But I can tell you the person standing in line is not 
yelling at the cashier and thinks that the TV that they have in their hand is the last one on the planet. They are not, you know, it, that, that person is not evil. Just evil has infected them. So how do you see them? Do you see them as evil? Or do you see the evil in them that has affected them? You see, when you see that it's evil that has infected them, you begin to look at them differently than, than they are evil. You begin to look at them the same way that you look at yourself. God's goodwill and mercy has come to me. And I want to offer it up to them. And the only way for you to ever understand God's goodwill and his mercy is to first and foremost realize he has made a way. All right. He yeah. has made a way. Look what it says in John 14 verse 6. The Bible says this. This is what Jesus said. These came from his uh, well, well, this is what John said about uh, Jesus, and, and he wrote this down as Jesus became a man. He says this, Je- Jesus uh, basically said, Jesus told the people, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. So John pins the announcement that Jesus made. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me. So when people feel like there is no way, are we ready to tell them the way? Are we ready to tell them about the wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting prince of peace? Are you ready to tell them peace has come to earth? Amen. Amen. And peace has a name. And his name is Jesus. Because Jesus says he is the way. He is the way for humans that live in an evil world to reconnect with an all-powerful, mighty God. And so I, I just need you to know today. This birth that we celebrate is more than just about a cool little baby laying in a basket. It's about the way to connect with your heavenly father and my heavenly father. So we can know that there's a way out of this evil that we basically encounter in this world. And so how many people do you come in contact with that says, I just don't know the way? I, I don't know the way out of this situation, this relationship, this circumstance, this, 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 this pain. Well, my friend, again, you know what? The pain is real, but there is a way to have peace right. whenever pain comes into your life. Amen. Amen. He's a wonderful counselor. He's a mighty God. Amen. And he has sent the Prince of Peace into this earth. And can I tell you something? God says there is a way. And his name is Jesus. So is it peace was on earth offering God's goodwill to men? Yes, this is what this passage is saying. Not that peace 
was, or, or God's goodwill was here for a select group of people, but it was here for all people. It could bring great joy to all people. The second thing about the good news that we have to properly deliver is not only that God has made a way, but we also have to explain that God has come to earth. He's come to the planet. And yeah, he's an all-powerful, all-knowing, everywhere at one time God. The Bible refers to God as spirit. But God put on flesh and come to the planet. And became like one of us. Which is amazing. And, and the flesh he put on has a name. And his name is Jesus. John John chapter 1 verse 14 says this. So the word became human and made his home among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness. And we, the writer here says, we have seen his glory, the glory of the father's one and only son. Glory to the God in the highest. Have you? Got a glimpse of his glory through the human named Jesus. Because the baby that was born in a basket, according to God's amazing word, holy, holy, holy. God set apart, God set apart, God set apart. Chose. To come into the earth in the form of a human and make his dwelling among the human race in the middle of a historical crisis. Jewish people ruled over by the Roman world and he comes in as a Jew in the middle of that and he didn't just come for the Jewish people the angel announced that he came for all people and I love it because I was created by God and I was created for God and you were too but the question is Do you see yourself as an evil person? Or do you see yourself as a person God created and evil has infected you? But God came with a solution to the evil in the world and the evil problem that has infected our heart. The problem is sin. And sin is like an infection. It entered the human race through the first man and the first woman. And my friend, people aren't evil. But evil has entered the world. Amen. And people are weak. Look at your neighbor and say, you weak. Somebody tell Eddie he's weak. <laughs> Just We're all weak. And it's easy to fall into our weaknesses. If we don't have one stronger inside of us, helping guide us down the right path. Though I am weak, one writer said, he is strong. Amen. Amen. And see, I know that I'm weak. I'm weak. It's easy for evil to take over me. 
But let me put some context to some of the words that you hear a lot of times in the Christian world. Greater is he who lives in me than he who lives in the world. And in my weakness, he is made strong. And my friend, in my weakness, glory is brought to him because I can overcome my weakness with the power that lives in me. And and can I tell you, he has come to earth. The, the, The power of God put on flesh come to earth and can I... And, 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 and we need to make this announcement to the world. If this Jesus could overcome the grave and the hostility of the world that he entered into, surely, surely that same power can help me overcome the sin that I was born among. All right. Amen. <clears throat> Lastly, uh, we need to announce this. God is for all people. All people. Amen. Amen. All are welcome. Yes. But all must surrender. Yes, Lord. Will you surrender your will to God's will? Mm. All are welcome. But the question is, do you believe that God is for all people? Let me, let me show you this in our, in our Bible, John chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. For this is how God so loved the world. This is how the glory one in the highest places so loved the world. Even though evil had entered the world, this is how much God so loved the world. So loved who he has created in spite of the evil that is in this earth. He gave his one and only son. So that everyone, everybody say everyone. Not just the sons of light. Not just a select group of people. Not just somebody God elected before they were born. Yes, he is all knowing. He is all powerful. He is everywhere at one time. But my friend, you have the opportunity to respond to God's mercy, God's goodwill that he sent through a peace offering named Jesus. While you were here on this earth, you were not created evil. Thank you, Lord. Mm. You're created by God. You were born in an evil world. But my friend, there's a way out. There is good news. God has come to earth and he is for all people. The Bible goes on to say God sent his son into the world, not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. See, the Bible says God sent peace into the earth. It was the baby in the manger. And he announced that God's goodwill was for all people. But 
The Bible also says in Hebrews that it's impossible for people to please God without faith in who God is. So, the question is, have you responded by faith? Because it pleased God to send his peace into an evil world. It was pleasing. It was as as if it was one of the greatest things that God had ever done to, to wrap himself in skin and come to the earth and offer peace to humanity. So they could reconnect to him, their heavenly father, their great creator. It, it, was, it, it, it gave God, it pleased him, it gave him great joy. Amen. And can I tell you the same great joy he had when he sent Jesus into the world to die on a cross. He has towards you and he has towards me. Amen. When we respond. To his amazing peace offering. See the baby is a peace offering. To all of humanity. The baby is God in the flesh. The baby is the way out of. Your circumstance. And situation that evil. Has infected. And. God wants to be pleased with you. Just as he is with Jesus. Listen to what the. Scripture says in Hebrews 12, verses 1 and 2. The Bible says this. It says, let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We, we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus. The champion who initiates, who has started this whole gig and perfects our faith, makes us perfect in our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. So, so because of the joy awaiting Jesus and you responding by faith to the good news message that has been transcending down through history since about 2,000 years ago, is what gave Jesus the motivation and heart to go to a cross and die. My friend, he saw you. No matter how much evil has infected you and your family and your neighborhood. He saw you. As if you were the only person in the planet. And he chose to come and connect with you. With me. On a personal level. Do you know this Jesus? The way, the truth, and the life. The one who put on flesh and was born in a hostile Roman world. Who was born into political conflict. Who was born into worldwide chaos. Do you know him? The one who overcame political parties. The one who overcame religious activity. The one who wasn't guided by the evil that had infected other humans. The one who stayed connected to God through the 
hard times through the good times and he was a pleasing offering of God in this earth. He was the very character of God in this earth. Do you know it? Do you know this Jesus? My friend, this isn't just an age-old story. This is, is the word of God that can transform your life. And has the power to work in you and work through you. Wherever you go. My friend, it is the work of God in this earth. And if you put your faith in Him today, the peace offering, I'll be one of the first to tell you, Merry Christmas. Welcome to the family. God, I thank you for your amazing word. I thank you for the song. God, as those shepherds were guarding the sheep in the field, God, and you came, God, out of the highest heaven, glory to you. May that same glory radiate this earth, this place, this city, this community, this Christmas season, as we make an announcement that you've come to earth. You've made peace with human beings. God, though the world is chaotic and there isn't always peace in the earth, you, God, have made peace with us. God, thank you. And if there is one here today that lives in this evil world and it keeps infecting their life, God, may they respond to the good news. You sent your one and only son into this world to pay a high price for them to reconnect with you. My friend, this is the message of the manger, the cross, the grave, the resurrection, and the ascension of this man named Jesus. He is the Christ. He is the Messiah. He is the liberator. He is the one that will set you free. Have you responded? And if you haven't responded by faith, today could be your opportunity. No pressure. Just truth. It doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are. Just say, God, today I surrender. I surrender my will and I take up your will. Your goodwill, your mercy, and your love and grace towards me. I believe. Tell God you believe in this, Jesus. You came in a manger. Tell God you believe in this Jesus who gave himself on a cross and paid a high price for you. Tell God you believe in this Jesus who resurrected from the grave to reconnect you to him, your heavenly father. My friend, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is the Lord, then you will be saved. This isn't just a ticket to heaven. My friend, you are saved in an evil world. Praise God, the one in the most high. Give him praise in Jesus' name. Amen.